So if you guys want to open up your Bibles to Proverbs 3, and we'll start at verse 5, and we'll go from there. First thing I want to do is ask you guys a question, just, just something a little to think about. How much does a polar bear weigh? Somebody said it, enough to break the ice. Okay, so we'll start with verse 5. In the beginning of verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. So, Jesus knew that we were obviously going to have a trust problem to him. But for some reason, we can, have a trust, we can trust other people easier than we can trust our God who created the universe, created the world, and created everything that we do and created us. But somehow, it's harder for us to trust him than it is to trust a guy we just met ten minutes ago. So, God's telling us right there that he wants us to surrender absolutely everything to him because everything that's in our heart, everything. So, if a guy came to your workplace, some guy you've never met before, you've worked up this business for a long time, just like Peter did. He was a fisherman. He had all the boats, the nets, everything. He had everything going for him. And Jesus came to him and said, drop your nets, come follow me. How many people would drop their entire business that they'd worked up to go and follow a guy that just come up and said, hey, follow me. Nobody? Okay. So that, that took a lot of guts to do that. Another thing Peter did was when uh, Jesus came to him in the boat, and the disciples were out in the boat, and then Jesus came up walking on the water. And, Je- and Peter said, Jesus, I want to be able to walk on the water too. Looked at him and said, come on out. So when, so then, so then, tre- Peter trusted Jesus enough to go out on the water at first, and then had that trust at first and went out there and was walking, and then looked away from Jesus and then started sinking. So when you lose your trust, it's losing trust is so easy in the world with all the disappointments that come about. Uh, Another thing in the Bible is that talks about in Matthew 18 about having a childlike faith. Children, in my opinion, are very, very trusting. Like, in my family recently, we've had a, a spurt of young babies and stuff. And they just, it, it's just, it's hard as, as you get older to realize as a baby doesn't really know what's going on and anybody can hold it. Even if the parents are over there worrying, is he going to drop my baby or something? But tour, I want to reference to Tori and Trent. Just the other Wednesday night, we were up on up in the old part waiting for, I think we were waiting for Katie to come up or something. And a whole bunch of little other kids came running through, and Tori kind of got caught up in the middle of it and was getting all pushed around and stuff, and she just started freaking out. And the first thing she yelled was, Dad. And then ran over to Trent. I'm like, wow. Just like we need to run to our Father, God, this perfect example. And Tori has no idea how she did that, but it was a perfect example. And then, okay. The second part of verse 5 is says, Do not rely on your own understandings. Every, it's human nature to think that you're right about everything, especially if you're a teenager. And parents of teenagers know exactly what I'm talking about. So 
uh, everybody, it's not just a teenager thing, it's a everybody thing. Everybody thinks they're right about everything, and it's just, that's just not how it is. Uh, when out in the shop, when we're working on something, when I'm working on something, I think I've got it figured out. Like, oh, this is it. But I, I'm going to go and I'm going to ask Dad, because he's got the knowledge, he's got the experience. Turns out, on 50% of the cases, I'm wrong. And my dad doesn't care to tell me about this. <laughs> but a lot of the relying on your own understandings is in youth group when we talk about when we talk about a Bible passage and we talk either my Sunday school teacher Matt or Brent will talk about a Bible verse or something and how they relate it from the Bible and how they interpret it. And but Brent is really stresses on us. You know, don't don't disbelieve me. You know, I may interpret it different than you interpret it. So you go back, you read it later, and see how you interpret that. And it's kind of like you need don't need to you need to trust your elders, but you don't you need to kind of go get it for yourself too. And uh, but then sometimes you got questions about that verse, and you're like, I don't I don't quite get this, Brent. Brent, will you help me out here? And then. He's always good about helping you out. And then ex- experience is a, long, is a big thing about, you know, experience is everything about everything. To get a job, most, if you look through the daily register, it says ex- wanted whatever. Experience, two years or something. So everybody always wants some experience with something. So God's got all the experience. He knows about everything. So he knows that he knows what's going to happen. He knows what can happen. That's why you need to trust him, and you don't need to rely on what you think is right and rely on what he thinks is right. So you need to talk to him. You need to pray with him, pray to him, see what he says about it. Okay. And the first part of verse 6 is, Think about him in all your ways. And... Big thing about thinking, showing Jesus and showing God all the time—it's really hard to do, and not not all situations are easy to show and exemplify Christ. I know it. Everybody here knows it. I've been reading this book that I bought at a Gospel Land. That it's all about twelve ways to—it's sh- tw- about twelve ways to show God on the worksite, and it's pretty crazy about what some people do on a, on a job site. Whether you're a preacher, an accountant, an engineer, or a coal miner. You need to you need to show everybody what what Jesus looks like because they might not go to church. They might not. They may be the only church you see. They might be the only Bible that you see. So you need to show that God doesn't go and cuss up a storm when something doesn't go right and stuff like that. That's just a terrible witness. And especially kids, when you walk down the hallway, you know, you, you don't need to yell curse words across the hallway to your buddy. That's just, that that's drives me crazy. Uh, and at school, when someone's going through a rough time, you know, as awkward as it may seem to go up to somebody you don't normally talk to and be like, hey, McKaylin, look, you look sad today. What's wrong? You know, it might be awkward at first, but that might just make that person's day. And know that, hey, I know he goes to church. Maybe, maybe there's something that he's got that I want. 
And then the second part of verse 6 is, and he will guide you on the right path. Everybody wants to take the right path, right? Everybody wants to go where God wants them to go. And, and everything we do is supposed to go back to God because God created us and we're supposed to trust God. So everything, if you notice everything about this passage, all seems to go back to trusting God. And a lot of, if you look back at the Bible and you look at different scriptures, a lot of it says, trust me, follow me, do this. You know, it's, it's a lot about trust. And sometimes trust is a hard subject for most people. That's like Dwayne was talking last week about building walls. And one of the walls that Dwayne referenced to building was building around trust and not letting, not trusting people and not trusting God and and you need to be able to trust. But, and he will guide you on the right path. In Matthew 28, 16 through 20, a lot of people know that. That's the Great Commission. And it's, you know, it's all about, it's when Jesus came back and was talking to his disciples. And you need to go and make disciples of all nations. So God wants everybody. God wants everybody to know about him and how awesome that he really is. So you've got to trust God. And that you'll go out and you'll tell them. And again, it's all about trusting God. He'll send you where you need to go. He knows what's right for you. And then the beginning of verse 7 says, Don't consider yourself to be wise. Little kids, especially, like Taylor. I'm going to reference her because everybody knows her. And she, she likes to think that she's right a lot, even though she's not. And so she thinks she can be bossy about it because she thinks she's right. And uh, that's, just, that's just not how it's supposed to be. And I'm, it's not even just little kids. It's teenagers. Teenagers always think they're right, like I said earlier. And, and it's just everybody. And don't consider yourself to be wise. It goes back to that don't rely on your own understanding. You know, you're, you're not always right. No, no one's always right 100% of the time. And the older people are, even though it says don't consider yourself to be wise, there are, lo- there are like levels of being wise. There are like the kid who doesn't know anything, and there's the teenager who's been through a little bit more and can help his, help the younger kids out from his youth group because they're like, hey, I've been there. I, I know how that feels. And then you get to the college-age person who can help the high school kid go through stuff. You know, hey, I've been there. I know how stressful it is picking out a career and stuff like that. And then it all, everybody's got somebody to look up to. And then the main thing you need to look up to is God because God knows how it all is, knows how it all works. And then the last part of verse 7 is fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Again, I'm going to compare this back to the father-son relationship. And most of the time, the, dad, the son is scared to death of the dad. I'm scared to death of my father. Absolutely scared. And so I'm going to respect him because I'm going to go with what he says because I know that he wouldn't point me in the wrong direction. Just like God. God's not going to point you in the wrong direction. He may give you two options and you may pick the wrong option. But God's going to eventually put you where he wants you to be. And and we're so we're God's children, and we need to respect Him 
our God, our Father, just just like we need to, just like you'd respect your father at home, or just like in the older days, I can remember my grandparent, my grandpa talking about everything his dad said went. You know, it wasn't there was no back talk like there is today, and even my dad says the same thing that when he was growing up, that there was no back talk. There was you did what you did, you did what you were told, and that's what you were supposed to do. So basically, the point of this, it was short, sweet, and to the point, guys, and it's all about trust. you got to trust your God or you won't get anywhere in life. Airborne's got something else that they weren't, were wanting to do or something. So. Exactly.